1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee is 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
0: guidance is internal ignition sequence starts 5 4 3 2 1 0 all engine running lift off we have a lift off
1: Permission to board, please. Permission to cover, aboard.
2: Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mother ship? This is the Permission
1: Granted Podcast. Here's DA.
2: Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The P-G-P. Thanks so much for dropping on by. This is the show within the show. The show about the show. DA with you to be always... Drive for free of the PGP by simply going to iTunes and searching "Permission Granted, and you'll see the podcast there, our weekly podcast about the show. Also, you can check us out by going to the normal DA Show iTunes feed, and the PGP is always posted via Twitter and social media on Facebook as well. So this week, we begin the week with a short rest week. It's on short rest for Meraz because... This is back-to-back weeks the Giants have played on prime time, and he's got to wake up early in the morning to c- come do the show, and so he's working on little rest for the Sunday-nighter debacle against the Cowboys, then the Monday-night debacle against the uh, the Detroit Lions, and that weaves into his wife's um, birthday today, his wife's birthday, so uh, he's short-tempered, uh, a little agitated to say the least, and is not ready for – Danielle's birthday later on today. Have you heard from her after you skewered her on the air?
0: (laughs) No, I have not. Luckily, I think um, she ended up banging out sick. Real, you know, real motivated woman, that is. And uh, I think she's been taking a lot of naps today. So I don't know. Okay. Waiting for me to come home and uh, have a nice evening together. That's a good birthday. Yeah. Naps. Yeah, naps. She's a big napper. So I don't blame Same. her.
2: Yeah, I love the nap.
0: Love's a good nap. So she's napped. She's waiting for me to come home. She doesn't want to go out to dinner. I'm going to cook her the cheesesteaks like you mentioned on air. You know, figure it out. Maybe watch a movie, hang out, have a good time.
2: So I want to play right now uh, the best five-minute clip of your meltdown on Tuesday following the Giants debacle because this is just fantastic and kind of set up the entire show.
0: The goal of Ben McAdoo after the game. Of all the plays to pin the delay a game on fourth down on Eli Manning after him took him 25 seconds to make up his mind on whether he wanted to kick the field goal or go for it. That's your Hall of Fame quarterback. You're throwing him under the bus. You can't scheme to figure out why your offensive line sucks. You're an offensive guru. Steve Spagnuolo should be the head coach of this team. You have no clue what's going on. And by the way, play call, play design. It's fourth and six. It's third and seven. Can we throw less than the sticks one more time? Why are you throwing three yards to Shane Vereen when you need seven, eight, nine yards? It's awful.
2: That's going to do it. Giants are going to start 0-2.
0: Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall, can we get some separation, please? (laughs) I mean, Darius Slay is not Josh Norman. Wide receiver, New York Giants. People are, he weighs 320 pounds. He can cover Brandon Marshall right now. The guy doesn't get any space. He isn't open at all. Roger Lewis. Roger Lewis has more catches than Brandon Marshall this year. The guy was in Timberland boots on a freaking yacht.
2: Is your season over? It's
0: over. It is completely over. I'm going to Tampa in two weeks. I don't know why. I might as well sit on the beach during the game. It's a waste. $200. I might as well burnt that up in the air and flipped it up. It sucks. The Cleveland Browns are favored this week in Indianapolis. The Giants will be favored in another game this year.
2: Giants are going to start 0-2. The
0: Jets were sucking for Sam Darnold. I got news for you. They're the best team
2: in New York. <laughs> Delay a game. Well, there you have it. Well, that one's on Manning. <laughs>
0: This is awful. And I can't wait till the Giants draft a quarterback in the first round after spending a third rounder at Davis Webb when they have no offensive line again. And Jerry Reese does absolutely nothing. And he's going to have to overpay Beckham, and he's going to overpay Landon Collins, going to keep all the guys here, and they're not going to have any cap space to do anything. Anything. But hey, we paid JPP and his three fingers to go out there and do nothing last night. How much money is going to be wasted on everything but keeping the quarterback upright? The guy almost was paralyzed on that one play to Sterling Shepherd, where he threw it up and it was like a Mickey Mouse catch. I mean, what happened to the Giants? The Monstars from Space Jam sucked all their powers. That brain trust. For a team that's won two Super Bowls in 10 years, is there any less competent in organization? Jerry Reese, John Maris, Steve Tish worried about Hollywood. They're all gathering those offices today, and they're going to trot that buffoon Eric Flowers back out at left tackle and tell you they have nobody better. You have nobody better? Whose fault is that? Nobody better? The guy doesn't look in the NFL. You can find four tackles in the arena league that can play better than Eric Flowers. It's hideous. Hideous. But don't worry. There we are. Well, Brandon Marshall and, and Odell Beckham doing fancy handshakes in Philadelphia at 1230. Brandon Marshall. I can't wait to spell meatball sauce all over my freaking face at 5 o'clock because we're 0-3 and bury the season again. It's over. No more merchandise spending. I'm done buying hats. I'm done buying shirts. I'm done buying nacho cheese on Sundays. Get me to pumpkin picking. <laughs> and now, too, September 19th, we're 0-2. I'm on three hours sleep because goddamn—I mean, geez, the, the NFL scheduling here. Do we need two primetime games for the Giants? And now I'm on three hours' sleep and I got my wife's freaking birthday today? I'm supposed to muster up anything for her? <laughs> she wants dinner cooked. Got news for you, ain't happening. I'm going
2: to bed and I've had it. Screw the season. Delay a game. Well, there you have it. Would you well, that one's on Manning. Would you fire McAdoo or Jerry Reese? Both. I think
0: it's a, I think if this is a house cleaning. This they got to go eight and six in these next games just to finish eight and eight. And what good does that do them? They might as well go four and twelve, clean house, keep Steve Spagnola, get a new quarterback, let Eli Manning go somewhere that they'll appreciate for him and block for him, and move on with our lives. Super Bowl, (laughs) Super Bowl. The only reason any of these giants are going to the Super Bowl is to meet us at Radio Row.
2: (laughs) Giants are gonna start
0: 0 and 2. (laughs) Pathetic. What a waste. 11.30 staying up last night for what? And then I toss and turn after three quotes about Ben McAdoo doing the postgame. Wake up, buddy.
2: Awful. How about him throwing Eli under the bus? What is he doing? He throws
0: him under the bus, but then, you know, we'll blame the whole offense. How about you throw yourself under the bus? You know, you make a proper call, a proper play design. How about you just figure out something? a short week heading into Philly? The guy doesn't even know how to adjust on the fly. What are we going to do for six days to get ready for Philly? Brandon Graham's going to have 11 sacks. <laughs> It's gonna be brutal, man. <laughs> it's September 19th. An the season's over. It's September 19th. They're supposed to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Giants, Patriots, 3 Pete. You ain't seen that till week four of the preseason next year. <laughs> Get lost, Brandon. Gets Marshall. away from
2: JPP. Rolls right. Throws to the end zone. Touchdown, Ebron.
0: It's over. It's over. It's over. But hey, at least we have 14
2: weapons we can't throw to. <laughs> So that's just good eating right there. Meraz, uh melting down over the Giants and how grotesque they looked on, on Tuesday night. Or on Monday night, rather. This is Tuesday morning. So with that as the backdrop here, um, your trip to Tampa in two weeks with Jay Berman <laughs> to go. Is is it just you and Berman or your, your buddies from last year's trip to Cleveland? I have three. One of the buddies from last
0: year's trip to Cleveland and two new buddies have entered the cycle. So there'll be five of us going down there. And on top of that, uh, now my parents as well had planned to go down there because I have family in Florida that are all going. It's going to be like a big Morash family tailgate going on. Be a lot of people down there to
2: watch the Giants get obliterated. Wow, so if they're 0-3, you guys are still going to, as a family, and everybody's going to go? Everybody's going to go, and we're going to sit there and be absolute
0: losers walking out of Raymond James in probably what will be 120-degree humidity.
2: I was going to say, boy, you didn't pick the best part of the year to go to Tampa. November would have been key. Yeah, it would have been
0: great. So this will be a 4 o'clock. I'm figuring 31-3 in the third quarter when a thunderstorm rolls in to delay the game for an hour. And we got to sit there like idiots. And then we finally get out of there at 8 o'clock. And then if we want to go enjoy some Sunday night football, NBC's been nice enough to give us Indianapolis and Seattle that night. So it's going to be a real good football weekend. Is that right? Oh, yeah. That's the Sunday night game in week four. Oh, woof. Could you get a worse Sunday night game? Indianapolis and Seattle. That's all that weekend. Giants lose to Tampa into a bad Sunday night game.
2: Wow, and the Seahawks haven't looked good, but what's that line? Seventeen? I mean, well, that's not out yet, but I would imagine I know, but what would you think? <clears throat> uh nineteen and a half. You think it's almost
0: a twenty point spot? What is Seattle in prime time at home versus who uh, Jacoby Brissett? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's gonna be pretty. So yeah, it's, if you think I'm gonna have a bad day, NBC might have a worse day.
2: Yeah. Michael's just gonna give that to Tarico. <laughs> yeah, you can take this Sunday nighter. I'm all right. Yeah, that was um. That was some great uh, ranting by you. And I would say maybe your three most impassioned moments in DA show history was Jeter retiring, um, Ryan McDonough. Ryan Callahan Ryan being traded. Cal- I mean, Ryan.
0: what? How, just spit in his face, why don't you? Got to be kidding me.
2: Ryan Callahan
0: be, being traded. Ryan McDonough, right? Ryan McDonough is the captain of the Rangers currently. Way <laughs> okay. to be up on the hockey. Can't wait for you to parachute in there in the Stanley Cup. I love this ducks team. Maraz, <laughs> <laughs> what have I told you about Smashville? Come on.
2: And then and then this one. And then I think this is your best Giants rant. Because this is probably the lowest point that the Giants well, I can't say that because didn't they start 0 6 one year?
0: Yeah, with- and this is the fourth time in five years they've been owing two. But the difference is this year they had expectations. That's what's really annoying me. That they had expectations and I got my hopes up. But at least when they were like, eh, okay, you deal with it. It's just, and now I'm tired because I'm coming off. And remember, this is instant reaction. Now this isn't me, you know, sleeping and coming in to, at six p.m. for those shows,
2: sitting in on it on that for a day.
0: And I gotta, I gotta be truthful. I, I, I don't know if I'm at a crossroads where I just gotta leave my phone in another room during these games because I, you had put a screenshot on the Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com/deajoe. I was tweeting in all caps. All I caps. Had, I had snapped. I had absolutely snapped because I, my dad's trying to be positive, and I just need to vent to somebody. And I went off on so I was shot. Good for our listeners; they gave me a lot of good reaction on it. But I just that was raw. You're seeing raw emotion from me during these games. I'm a ticking time bomb.
2: <laughs> wow, Papa Mraz is actually being supportive. You
0: watch, you watch. They'll take care of business in Philly. I looked at him like he had ten heads. It was the first time I ever came the blow, almost came the blows of my dad. Like I looked at him, I'm like, you're agitating me now. We're gonna have to stop watching games together this year if this is how you're gonna be. You want be the, realistic.
2: You wanted to punch him.
0: I wanted to punch him because he's just <laughs> like I'm. You're watching Eli get decapitated. And you're going, oh, we'll figure this out. We got time. Figure this out. It's time to figure it out. It's over. Shot. I don't get him, but so yes. So now I have to take to Twitter. Now I'm wondering, is it too much? Am I going to slip, <laughs> say something stupid? Should I leave the phone in another room? Especially if this continues to unravel.
2: You dropped the GED on the on the air. I today. did. I
0: did. That was the closest I've come to really cussing, as they say. Yeah, you but, can't say that on the air. No, you can't. Uh, so you was, caught yourself right at the end. I did. And it was a, I did one of those. Baladi was freaking out on the other side, having a dump. But you know what? That's what's going to happen.
2: Sometimes I come close to it too. Not a G- Well, maybe I've done a GD. But you know, sometimes. Because
0: it's, it's, it's not a planned thing. Like I was just off the cuff. I was speaking from my heart there. So that's yeah. that's what's going to happen. We I mean, were lucky that was the worst thing I said. <laughs> <to> be honest. Because <laughs> they were not, not suitable for air words left in the living room last night. So Danielle didn't watch it with you. No, she actually, over the last, I would say, year and a half, has watched less and less giant games with me because she thinks as I get older, I'm getting worse and worse with them. Oh, interesting. Instead of like, you would think, like you have said, you mellow out over the years, you become numb, especially working in this business, and I don't know what it is, maybe the winnings may be worse by winning those two Super Bowls in my life that I get agitated now. And I think it's also because I love Eli Manning so much that I'm watching the window close and I want them to squeeze every last ounce of it, but... My mood for an entire week will be dictated on how the Giants do, and that's for the week. So in the three hours the game's going on, you know, if she tries to show me something on her phone while it's a big third down play, like there have been big arguments where she just keeps her space now. She stayed home at the apartment last night. I went to my parents. She would text me during the game because she was watching, but can't watch it with me.
2: So behind the scenes, can we talk about Peter King?
0: Yes, we can.
2: I think we should. I think this is the place for it. Yeah. So I have been critical of Peter King before. Okay, I've been critical of him on the air. I've been critical of him on social media. Uh, there's just been some things he's written or said that I've been uh, particularly annoyed by. And one specific thing was there is a, a now infamous picture on the Internet of him eating Skyline chili with bibs on with Roger Goodell. And so when he reports on commissioner stuff, specifically deflategate and stuff like that, I, I find it hard to really trust him because, you know, he's got pictures of him eating chili with the commissioner. Mm -hmm. So I've been critical of him. Anyway, we had him booked and I have told you before, you don't ever need to reach out to Peter King. Not only is he very difficult to book because he's so popular, but, um, I didn't want to be two-faced. I don't want to have a guy on that I've ripped and then suddenly play nice. However, we had, uh, one of our close people that we work with ask if we could have Peter King on because he was helping promote, um.
0: The Sunday game pass, the right. NFL game pass. Which
2: is actually a pretty cool product. I actually right. have that. Um, And uh you get full condensed versions of games, all 22 shots. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So, um, So they needed a favor out of us. They've done a ton of favors for us. And I said, okay. And you kind of came in, you're like, hey, we got Peter King on Friday. I didn't
0: even ask you. I told you this is what we're doing. Yeah, we have to. Which I never do because I knew the answer would have been no if I asked. So it was one of those, I'm going to book it, and that's the end
2: of it. And so the question became like, should I be honest? Should I be like me and – and Pete's never said anything to me on Twitter. No. He's never written anything about me, so it's a one, one-sided one <laughs> critique. So I was like, I hate being a phony. When I've ripped somebody, I don't want them on the air. Or if I do have them on the air, I've got to address that. Talk it out. But we kind of both decided I couldn't really do it in this space because – It was a favor in a promotion to yeah. the setting. Right. So I didn't. So we just set up, and you were just like hoping, like no fireworks. Cross my fingers. And the thing was, we did it in
0: the last segment of a show. So I'm like, you know, DA could really spit my face here of the week, of the, <laughs> the week. last segment of the week. And you could have left me hanging uh, to clean up your mess, and you didn't. So I appreciate that. Although I must say, as we continue this conversation, yeah, I felt by the first thirty seconds of the interview that Peter King was very aware you were not a fan of
2: him. So that's what was interesting here. I I'm not very good. Faking my Uh, emotion—it's never been good for me. So, like, when we do something as a couple, my girlfriend and I, and I don't like doing it, I can't. It's hard for me to fake, and then she'll ask me, like, "How you doing?" And I have to say, "I'm miserable" or whatever. She's like, "Well," and everyone's like, "Why can't you just play nice?" (laughs) And I'm like, "I'm just—I can't curtail how I really feel. It's just very hard for me." So. With Peter King, I wanted to just come off as professional and ask him the questions. But I think he could sense in my voice that I wasn't too fired up. And I don't—I he must know because after the interview, he was very kind of straightforward. He wasn't going to give me much. Um, and after the interview, Bogus came in and he goes, "It sounded audibly like Peter King knows you don't like
0: him." <laughs> <laughs> Especially the way
2: he Hi Damon. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, exactly. And I've
0: heard Peter King do interviews a little more enthusiastic than that. It's like, hi Damon, let's just get through these eight minutes that I know I have to promote something and we can move on with our lives here.
2: So I hope he was appreciative, though, that I I kept it above board and um <laughs> We got through it. The other thing was I asked him about what I thought was a very easy question about oh. the Bengals offensive line.
0: Yeah, this and, is where uh, I cringed.
2: And how the offensive line was terrible and how the Bengals are kind of terrible. And, and he said, you know, what, what's shocking most about this is that the Bengals have always had a good offensive line dating back to when I first covered them in 1984. And I'm like, the Bengals went O for the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> They've always yeah, Corey Dillon had- was right <laughs> behind Anthony Munoz. They had to. They had a good offensive line. Like, they were the losingest team of the decade of the 90s. In Cincinnati, they call it the lost decade. Like, you can't say they had a good offensive line. <laughs> so I brought that up. And, like, at that point, you go, you're go, you going, D.A., do not lay it. Do not go down this road. Because there have been at least five, six interviews in our
0: five years together where it's just, all right, there's the one question. It's the answer he didn't like? There's the quick follow-up. Oh, no, there's three more follow-ups, and we're in a full-blown <laughs> fight on the air here.
2: Can't have it. But I just said, I said, well, you know, Pete, I don't know if they've always had a good offensive line. I mean, you know, in the (laughs) 90s, they were the worst team in the NFL. And then he kind of was like, oh, well, I guess you're right. They probably had a few games where they got their quarterback killed or something. I'm like, yeah, they had like a few decades.
0: (laughs) Few games. (laughs) Yeah, from the
2: years 93 to 2001. From like 1991 through like 2002, they won three games a year. They didn't always have a good offensive line. Anyway, long story longer. Uh, we got in and out of the Peter King thing. And it's funny if you listen to it, and I did listen to some of it again, it does sound like we're exes that got <laughs> thrown into the same <laughs> reunion or something or at a wedding. And we had to, like, kind of be cordial. Force the conversation. So, how have you been? <laughs> exactly. Good to hear. How's the family? Yeah. How's mom? Okay. Yeah. Hello, Peter. Hello, Damon. <laughs> 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 That's so good. But I mean, I, I hope the listeners know that you're. I'm never going to trash somebody, then have them on the air and not bring that up. I would just say don't have them on the air. I don't want them on the air. You would have brought it up if it wasn't for me, so
0: I have to preach that. It was not on you. That was on me, and it was because I'm trying to save a good relationship.
2: They, and, and they probably thought it was fine, right?
0: Yeah, I would assume. We're probably paying a lot closer attention to that kind of stuff. But now, if you want to go back and listen to The Awkwardness, you can go back at uh, DA on CBS.com. And it's right there available if you and want to pick I, I up on even it.
2: Know, I don't even think it's audible awkwardness. It's just, if you know the background, it's not as... But uh, now, I think now that we've discussed it, I think listeners could pick up on it. Yeah, because it's just not as as fun as, as the normal interviews are. For sure.
0: Like Irvin Santana was in studio.
2: Yeah, um... Quick note on that. We've had now two either current athletes or professional former athletes in studio the last two days. Lawrence Tynes uh, for the 07 Giants 10-year reunion on Monday, and then Urban Santana on Tuesday. Uh, both guys were in really good spirits. Both guys are pretty good guys. You know, you think maybe professional athletes. I've known Tynes for a really long time, so I knew he'd be great. But uh, both guys, just great, right? Really, it's always nice when you get guys who
0: don't have to be uh... – nice if you will like guys who should have egos that come in here and just treat like regular people and both of those guys were like that uh i thought lawrence was awesome also a funny note i think it's worth talking about on the podcast how about after the show when when times hung around and mike francesa walks by and what mike walks right past lawrence excuse me and lawrence stops mike which you don't do around here yep. and goes mike lawrence
2: mike he, looks at him like he goes hey mike Lawrence Tynes and yeah. he stuck his hand. Well, he shake. said Lawrence first. He Mike did. looked at me.
0: goes, Lawrence Tynes, and then shook his oh, hand. Oh, he doubled up. He doubled up because Mike gave him the look like he didn't know who Lawrence Tynes was. And and it was great. I love that Tynes gave it because it was like, you know, I'm bigger than you, Mike. Shake my hand now. I loved it. And he's, it was a very funny
2: behind the scenes moment. He stuck his hand out and uh, then they shook hands. Hey,
0: yeah. uh, how, you, how you doing? Hey Ben. Hey Ben.
2: But then Mike just turned around and just kept walking. Yeah, you would think Mike would have a follow up, you know? Yeah, because he loves like old football players. He loves them.
0: Now is is there any chance Mike doesn't remember Lawrence? There's no chance, right? Or is there?
2: I don't know. That pause said it all. Because I I would I would think that Mike, ask anybody like any athlete come through here and they stick their hand out and say, "Hey, Mike," I, I would think that he would love to pick their brand a little bit. You would think. So now my my thought is: there's no way. He couldn't and, not know that name, though. He kicked right. two of the biggest field goals in, in Giants history. Any football
0: fan in the last 10 years knows Lawrence Tynes' name. May not know what he looks like under the helmet, but knows his name. Yeah. The problem is, maybe in a split second, because Mike's had these moments on the year where he forgot Plaxico Burris' name, and he called him the big guy, and somebody had to get in his ear and goes, that's right, Plaxico Burris. Like, is there a chance Mike shook hands with Lawrence Tynes, like, Lawrence Tynes, who likes that, and then remembers five minutes later after Tynes left, oh, that's Lawrence
2: Tynes. I guess that, I mean, that's happened to me as well. I mean, you know... um Like, somebody sticks out their hand, says hello, and uh, they expect you to remember who they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, who is this? I'm supposed to know this. And then, you know, the moment that we start talking and I get a little context, I'm like, oh, right, right, right. This is who that is. So maybe. But I give Tynes credit. That was awesome.
0: Because it's like if you work around here, like you wait for Mike to say hello to you, you don't say hello to Mike. Yeah. And Tynes skipped that barrier, which I thought it was awesome. (laughs)
2: That was great. That was two good days. Uh, You got the body baladi coming up here. The body baladi. Or maybe have Berman jump in here to talk about the lost trip. That's a good
0: point. Maybe it will be Berman. Maybe we'll mix it up here. What will happen in the next two minutes on the PGP, it's for you to listen to.
2: I might like to hear how Berman feels
0: about a lost trip to Tampa. I'll get Berman on the horn here. How about that? He's in studio today. He's in studio. We'll we'll figure out a way to get Berman here.
2: All right, side B right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment,
0: and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into side B of the PGP. As per request from D.A., as per, and by the way, this is Morass, in case you haven't known, because you've heard me enough on the PGP. Executive producer. Executive producer of the DA Show, host of Side B. And as per DA's request, we have tracked down Jay, tight jeans, doesn't wear shoelaces, Berman, into the house. Jay, you're a starter,
1: not a bench guy today. That's right. Things are uh, looking looking up for us here on the PGP because uh, there's more of me. I think second time in three everybody. weeks, second yeah. time in four weeks. Yeah. What are we looking at? As I said, I'm not a bench guy.
0: You're not a bench guy. You're in the starting lineup. And the main reason we got to bring you in, is, as I discussed on the air with DA on the PGP here and on the show,
1: things have changed. Things have changed. We went ahead
0: and booked a trip back, oh, I don't know, when the schedule came out end of April, May, for uh, New York Giants to Tampa Bay after our great trip to Cleveland last year. It's going to be fun. We're going to go see the Giants. It's going to be good this year. We're going to go play them in Tampa Bay. And here we are uh, about a week away from going, and the season's already freaking over.
1: So the question remains, Jay, <laughs> do we go? What are we doing here? We have to go. We paid a lot of money to go. I'm still looking forward to one, going to the beach, two, drinking and eventually going to a game watching my team lose 41 nothing. Yeah, 41 nothing is a score I think. So we are, are really in
0: a predicament. First and foremost, we went we took forever to buy Tickets to the actual game. We booked the flights. We booked the hotels. I blame you for this. So finally we go to book tickets, and tickets for this game were through the roof. I guess Which cause...
1: I just don't understand at it all. It's Tampa. It's Tampa Bay. By I... the way, you see all the empty seats this week in Tampa? <laughs> I understand there was a storm, but I mean, it's like, you know, this is the pride of the city. Come on, show up.
0: <laughs> the Buccaneers are the pride of Tampa Bay. You know what I mean. I think the single-A Yankees maybe. No, I don't think so. The Rays in St. Pete. But yes, so tickets were through the roof. Like, to sit down low was like $500 a ticket for this game. Upstairs, I mean, it was like pulling t- tickets were so expensive. So we end up finally getting an after fees and taxes. We pay near $200 a ticket to sit in the upper tank corner, at Raymond James. Corner upper tank. You couldn't even get me 50-yard line. Corner. And by the way, we find out in here that um, we actually had to upgrade our tickets because row double A that we, bought, we thought was the first row was actually after row Z. Which is exactly what I told you. Do you not recall? So, now we're in row U. Oh, my God. In row U. Okay? So, we're sitting Worst up there. Worst seats ever. We're sitting up there. We've got a bunch of my family. We've got friends sitting up there. $200 a ticket. It's probably going to be about 115 degrees out.
1: The I don't Giants, have a problem with that at all.
0: The Giants are going to probably be 0-3 heading into Hopefully the game. Hopefully, it's not raining. I mean, it's probably going to be a big thunderstorm. So, what... the our, now the answer is we're going down there to have a good trip. We're going to be at the beach. Do we try to sell the tickets and make money back and knock out of the game? And just go to a Hooters? Yeah, just go to a bar for the game. If they're zero three, if they lose the Philly, I love is tailgating that though.
1: Tailgating. So, so why much don't we fun. go to
0: the tailgate and not to the game, or or do or be obligated no matter what the record is of the Giants to make sure this is an annual thing where we see the Giants How on the are road? Are we going to sell that many tickets though? <sighs> good point. I mean, because I mean, if you like, you just said maybe there's Buccaneers fans want to. Twenty people. Them. I think it's 15. 15. How are we going to, I mean... Well, I'm saying, what if me and you just sell our tickets, our two? Yeah, we could do that. So we we tried to start an annual thing, but would this kill the annual thing, or is going down there enough, or do we have to go to the actual game? (laughs) I think you kind of have to go to the game, don't you? But if you're 0-3? Oh, they're not beating the And humidity is at like 120? I don't
1: have a problem with the heat. Dude, we were in Cleveland last year. I was bundled up, and it wasn't even that bad. What happened to the Giants? This was supposed to be a Super Bowl year. I'll say this. Uh, they're not going to fire the coach. They are 100% going to fire the GM. Yeah, but then, so you're going
0: to force feed a coach into the new general manager? Like, yeah, that doesn't because work. you know how
1: the Giants are. They're very conservative. They've had two coaches in 20 years or I've, whatever. I actually don't mind McAdoo as a head coach. I think D.A. brought
0: up a good point that a lot of people have been saying on the air, which is just he can't be the offensive coordinator, too. He's I know not the offensive
1: Mike coach. Sullivan technically is, but he calls the plays and everything. Like that, that can't well, be. Well, that's the next step, and the Giants have done that before. They did it with Peyton and Fossil. That's the next step. Sullivan's going to call the plays. He's done it before. Uh, And McAdoo, who I'm not sure is a great head coach, uh, will have a chance to focus on clock management, perhaps more on the defensive side. Which he Uh, sucks at all of. Yeah, he does suck at all those things.
0: All right, so now back to the trip here. We're landing on Thursday afternoon. The game is Sunday. Extra day for this trip. And, we, and that was the other thing last yeah. year. We did three three days. The, the year before I did Dallas was three days. Now we got four days there, okay? So we land Thursday. Dallas doesn't count, all right? I went. So now we go over to Clearwater, Florida the first day, and we have a hotel on the beach one night. Okay? So, you know, we'll land Thursday. I looked into Clearwater's nightlife. Looks like a whole bunch of nothing but Hooters. So I guess we're going to Hooters for a Thursday night
1: football game. You Are you be, in? You, what, 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 no, I'm going to stay in the hotel and watch uh, Maury Povich. <laughs> So we're going to do that, then we're going to hit the
0: beach Friday, so we're going to be all in bathing suits, hanging out, getting tan. if there is a beach left, because I don't even know what clear water looks I, like. After, I, uh, I need an umbrella. You're not? No. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 You're yes. the
1: umbrella guy at the beach? Uh, absolutely, 100%. Come on, you're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not getting roasted. Put on sunscreen. Umbrella? Do you remember how sick you were when you got sun poisoning that time? Yeah, so I'm going to put on sunscreen. Yeah, you a lot like of AIDS. I did.
0: I did. <laughs> so you don't put on sunscreen. Saturday, now here's the whole deal Friday, Saturday, we also wear a lot of I wear a lot of Giants gear in the trip Do I now take the Giants gear to a minimum and act like this isn't a Giants trip and wear like Jimmy we're Buffett sitting, shirts We're
1: sitting in with half a section of Giant fans You're- Well
0: I'm going to wear it to the game, I'm talking about the whole weekend like Saturday, should I you know, leave the Beckham jersey at home and put on a Jimmy Buffett, Tommy Bahama shirt
1: uh, I don't know I think a lot. Why, or are we embarrassed that we're wearing Giants gear <laughs> there, down there? There is a lot riding on Sunday at Philadelphia. If uh, they win, this? you're psyched up to if try to get back to 500. Win, if they win, mm-hmm. you can wear as much gear as you want—from the boxers to the socks to the bra, whatever you want. I will. Oh, and three. We're going, Tommy. Bahama. <laughs> can't show up. We can't board the plane like we're going for a Giant game. We got to board the plane like That's we're visiting a bad relatives. Look. How, and how gloomy was it when we got off the off the plane in Cleveland? It looked like the sun hadn't been out in two months because <laughs> it had. It was the greatest city I've ever been to. Seriously.
0: Tampa Bay. The sun's going to be shining. Everybody's going to have Jameis Winston T shirts on. Ugh. It's going to be bad. Now Saturday when we go to this trip, and if you want to chime in at Moraz, CBS at Jay Berman. It's going to be a big college football Saturday in the South. I'm, I'm hoping to find some alumni bars and stuff oh, like we're that. we're going
1: to a bar just like we did Ohio State-Michigan.
0: Like we did we did Ohio State-Michigan and cleveland year. We had a great time. So we'll probably look up the Florida, the Florida State game, and try to have a good time from there. What's the play here? I mean, there's talk, because we're going with a couple single guys, I mean, you aren't, that they want to treat this and tell people it is my bachelor party so that they could try to get, you know, chicks.
1: Well, Carmine has a woman now, does he not? No, 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 no.
0: That girl is not his woman.
1: I thought it was. I thought they were an item.
0: He had a girlfriend. They've been broken up for a while. and He's been, you know, if you follow his Snapchat. And we're, and by the way, nobody knows, Which who I Carmine, don't. nobody knows who Carmine is, but it's a friend of ours on a trip. No, he, that is not a woman. So they,
1: him and my okay, two buddies. Okay, so he, gr- wants, he wants ladies. So do my I'm not friends. not going to a stupid dance club like we did in Cleveland. <laughs> well, that was awful.
0: So we're only going to stick to sports bars, but do we treat it like it's my bachelor party? Do we say that? Is Why okay? don't you is have it... to
1: be the center of attention f- for everything we do? Well, because your
0: hair is too gray to treat it like at your bachelor party, you would look pathetic. I, I. That's fair. That. Thank you. That is fair. The thing is, do we lie to people? Like, should they be lying to girls? That's my bachelor party because they think like that's like a festive atmosphere to get people. To hang well, you around. know what
1: they say about guys with no hair, bald guys. What? What do they do better than any other guy? I don't know. Can't be said on the PGP. Ooh,
0: I think I know where you're going with that. Yeah. All right. So here's what we're looking at: zero three in Philly.
1: We're not wearing gear down there. We're treating like no, we're going for the to the game. Beach. We are for the I'm, game, right? First of all, you're not going to get um, you're not going to get the reception that you en- uh, very much enjoy in a bar if you're wearing an Odell Beckham jersey. That's a bad look. <laughs> It's a bad look. Should I just wear a tank top with armpit hair spewing out all over the place? I thought you were going to get all nice and shaved for the trip.
0: I do. You know what? I do have to shave my armpit, my butt, my back. Yeah. I got to go through the weed whacker because if I'm laying on that beach with the pack of leaves hanging off my back, it's going to be bad. (laughs) Skin tags galore. Yeah, some bachelor party. It's Not going to be a good look for anybody. Have you gotten a fresh bathing suit? Uh, No. I might have to do that, actually. Get some swimming trunks, as they say. Because we're going to hang by the pool, too, I'd imagine. Yeah. The hotel pool. I'm ready to go. I mean, we have no idea what shape our hotels are in after Irma. Yeah, well, This was... might be between the Giants sucking and Irma just wiping this place clean. And we... the overflow of marshes
1: that are going to be there. This
0: could be the worst weekend trip ever. I don't think there's a trip I've looked forward to late, less
1: now. Yeah,
0: well, you can thank
1: last night. Boy, yeah. it was last night ugly.
0: I can't wait till we watch the Davis-Webb-led Giants in Indianapolis next year. That should be a fun trip. Darnold. A New York <laughs> Giant next year, boy, that would sting Jet fans, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. So, what's the part of the trip you're looking forward to the most? Before I let you go,
1: um, I th- I say the nightlife, Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. Actually, no, I take that back. The tailgating, I absolutely love tailgating.
0: Okay, tailgating will be the highlight. The game will be the low light. And Tampa, we are coming for you, as pathetic as it may be in Giants. Come Come get some. All right. You can follow Jay on Twitter at J-A-Y-B-E-R-M-A-N. He's got about 1,000 followers. You can follow me at cbs on Twitter and Instagram. Have a good week, everybody.